Blog Talk Radio. Hello everyone, welcome to the Roman Show. Our guest this episode, Saba Homasi, who stepped inside the hexagon at Titan FC 40. This is the episode of August 1st. The Roman Show starts right now. Step down to the get down. Alright, whenever you're ready. you're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Booster, go. Retro, go. Vital, go fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go blind. Come. We're going flight. GNC, we're going. Don't you go. Control. Go. Go. FAO, we are go. Network, go. Discovery, go. Capcom, we're going flight. Launch control, this is Houston. We are going for launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Hey everyone, Rodolfo Roman, your host, alongside the dashy one, Mr. George Alonzo. Yep. I, I saw you cutting some promos earlier on today, what was it? It smells a bit, well, what the hell were you talking about? But either way, so my regular catchphrase is... Voted number one face on Blog Talk Radio by all the women of Blog Talk Radio. How about, how about, oh, I'm not even going to that. Alright, so welcome for, to another episode. This is for the uh, the week of August 1st, and it's a, it's a new month as we're getting down now to the end of the year, actually, believe it or not. George, kind of, quite, kind of crazy, huh? Yeah, it's actually crazy. It, it, the time went by so quick. I, I I just feel like it was only yesterday that we were celebrating the 4th of July. Yeah, I thought it was just yesterday that we were celebrating WrestleMania 30, 31, 32. 32, young man. We're about to get to 33. In Orlando, for Christ's sake. We're, by the way, cheap plug. The Roman Show will be live in the parking lot, so stay tuned for that. Just saying. All right, we will be out there as we did uh, previously in the WrestleMania when they came down here to Miami, Florida. But we'll be out there. Uh, Facebook Live, man. Facebook Live. We're going to do it. Yep, uh, it, it's uh, Facebook Live, uh, yeah, Blog Talk Radio, uh, what, what else can we have possibly uh, that we could provide to the fans? Uh, because here's the thing, how you always say at the end of the show, if you haven't been heard, if you haven't, how is it going? If you haven't been here, you haven't been heard? Come on, get with the program. If you haven't been on, you haven't been heard. Oh, listen, Mr. Roman, let me, let me cut you off right there because... You are just jealous that you're not as dashing as I am. Speaking about dashing, by the way, I do have a new email here right sure, here. Sure, go right ahead. Okay, this comes from Derek. This is uh, from a man to man. I guess he, was, he wants to ask me for advice. He says, George, how can I become clean for you? Because I've had complaints about my girlfriend saying that I'm not clean enough for her to be in bed. From Derek. Listen, Derek, if you're listening, I'm going to tell you one thing and one thing only. Be thankful your girlfriend hasn't left you. For me, of course. Because I'm dashing. And if you have a hygiene problem, Derek, I can't give you advice, man. Because I'm dashing, I have my own personal advice to give myself. But if you are having hygiene problems, my friend, then good luck. Okay, because I can't help you. All right, moving forward. Thank you for that awful segment. 
We're going <laughs> to... Excuse me? All right, we're moving forward here on the Roman Show. I want to let you guys know, because that was so painful, I'm going to have to rub some Athlon rub on me. Athlon rub and all-natural sport rub. You know, that was pretty good. You know that I, as a matter of fact, that's probably the closest that you pay to dashing if you put on some uh, athlete rub. <laughs> athlete rub. An all-natural sport rub brings the martial arts time-tested. Tie to all serious athletes made in the United States from an FDA and GMP certified facility. Athletes will now have a trusted source and steady supply for tie <coughs> oil to aid in their warm-up training and recovery. Warm better, train harder, recover faster. AthlonRub.com. I myself personally use it, and uh, by God, it's uh, very useful when you're out there training. Also, want to let everyone know, get your tickets right now because at Marlins Park in Miami, Florida, the Marlins uh, will take on the San Diego Padres, and it's the return of wrestling night. I just got off the phone actually on Friday. I was talking to Brian Nobbs of the Nasty Boys, who tells me. That, uh, that we're expecting a lot of well-known folks, including Booker T, The Warlord, uh, obviously The Nasty Boys, Jimmy Hart, and some other folks that he just, he doesn't want to confirm yet, but some other individuals there or individual that is definitely going to bring in a, a high impact. So get your tickets now, and I understand you get the ticket, and you get a lucha mask. So that's pretty neat. That should be interesting, especially talking to The Warlord, that it's, it, not only did he make a huge WWE career, you know, feuding with the likes of uh, the British Bulldog, for instance, uh, that made headlines when, of, when, of course, about the whole thing of breaking the full Nelson. But I'm also talking about he also made a huge career down here in South Florida when he would wrestle for uh, companies like the FCW uh, down here. Uh, and I, I look forward to talking to him. Yeah, well, he'll be out there August 27th, and not only will you be able to... Uh Get an honor, guys. We'll be able to have a conversation and take a picture. Yeah. And that's August 27th at Marlins Park as the Marlins take on the San Diego uh, Padres. So more information on the RomanShow.com. We are, um, in just a few, we're going to welcome in Brian Sags. I believe we're going to have him on next week. He'll tell us a little more about Wrestling Night and Marlins Park. And also want to invite everyone, Titan FC 40 is going to take place in Coral Gables. That's this Friday, August the 5th. Uh, yours truly will be the announcer and it's going to be airing on UFC Fight Pass so if you're not in South Florida it's cool you can check it out on UFC Fight Pass that's Titan FC 40 JD Calvacante who was here on the program last week will defend his lightweight title against Freddie Asuncao and then you have the interim flyweight title versus uh, uh, Abby Abby uh, Velasquez versus uh, Vivanco sorry Abdi Vivanco's uh, Velasquez sorry I'm always getting confused Velasquez versus Jose uh, Torres. Jose Shorty Torres. They'll be going toe-to-toe for the interim flyweight. You do not want to miss that fight. That's coming up this weekend uh, on Friday, August the 5th. Do not miss that fight, especially the Abby fight versus Jose Torres. Jose Torres had like over, I don't know, over 50 amateur fights or something like that. He only lost like one or two. And he's, he's so far in the... MMA professional world, he is 2-0, and he's going up against Velasquez, who is uh, who has just defeated two well-known fighters, his last one being Alexis Vila, who is an Olympic wrestler, and he defeated him, and now Velasquez has his opportunity to go up for the title in Titan FC. Do not make, make sure you're there and, and watch it either in live at the Bank United Center in uh, Coral Gables, or 
head on over and watch it on UFC Fight Pass. So a lot of stuff happening this weekend here on, um, in South Florida and in the world of professional wrestling and mixed martial arts. And by the way, George, not only is you got the, the Lucha, not the Lucha, you got the Wrestling Night at Morning's Park, but you have other several wrestling events taking place along South Florida. So make sure you follow us on the Roman Show Facebook fan page at the Roman Show. You look it up, Roman Show Media. Follow us on Instagram at Roman Show Media and uh, on our Twitter account at the Roman Show and subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash all Roman 201 and visit us on the Roman Show.com. Have you made me a profile on your website yet? We'll work on it. Yeah. Get on it before I get my lawyer on it, okay? Well done. All right, we're going to head on all to MMA Showdown. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. Okay, George. Ah, man, I, I'm telling you, I, if I were to play money in Las Vegas, I think I'll be broke because every time that I think someone's going to win, they end up losing. Robert Lawler lost his title, his welterweight title, against uh, Tyrone Woodley. He really knocked him out, fair and square. And Robbie Lawler, who really seemed like he had a good grip at his title and defending it, well, it no longer belongs to him anymore. And we've been seeing this over and over again. We've been seeing it in the bantamweight and uh, the, 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 the women's division, where the hands, the title has changed hands over and over and over. Started off, started off with Rousey, it went to home, it went to Nate, uh, to Misha Tate, and now it went to Nunes. And then in the welterweight. Robbie Lawler defended it a couple of times and now has, it has changed hands. Uh, it, it just seems that because of the evolution of mixed martial artists, the title in each division is changing hands. No longer is a fighter able to keep a title for a very long time. Because here's the thing. Again, I stick by my, my defense when I, when I used to say on the show it's a new generation, how you were saying, a new generation of new blood, new hearts, younger fighters coming into this place. Nothing to take away from Robbie Lawler. The guy can move around like a freaking brand new fighter, but he's still, you know, he's still a lot older. A lot. He's um, he's taken more fights, I bet you, than Tyrone. Mm. Let's be honest there. He Robbie Lawler has been around the business for a very very long time. Now, this is a guy, Tyrone is who I'm talking about, that's young, hungry, much younger heart, better shape, you know, it goes with the evolution of where MMA is going, and what did you expect? You know, again, nothing taken away from Robbie Lawler because the guy can move around like he's a brand new fighter, but, again, it goes to where I was originally saying, that these veterans, they, they're going to have to keep up with the young talents because if not, we're going to just see another issue like what happened with, with Robbie. Yeah, it keeps changing hands over and over again. But, it, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's good because now, you know, who's the one to keep it long? I mean, guy I could take that, that, that could have been on the route is John Jones, but obviously he's gotten into trouble there. We won't hear from him for quite some time. But at the end of the day, it seems like this is what we're going to be seeing in mixed martial arts until we find that one person to hold on to the title. Demetrius Johnson in the flyweight has held that title for some time, so he 
would be pound for pound the best right now, I would say, fighter uh, in mixed martial arts. He is literally the pound for pound the best fighter in MMA. Yeah, you, you got your good people, like the, like you're saying, the Johnsons, and the Demetrius Johnson, I'm sorry. Uh, you're looking at, well, like how you originally also were saying, John Jones, he, if he wasn't in the situation he is now, of course, you would have seen a long-term champion there. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, going back to Tyrone Woodley, you know, Nick Diaz even had some words towards Woodley uh, now that he was cleared to fight. And, and, and Nick Diaz is one of those guys that can possibly, you know, being a veteran, can actually challenge Woodley. You know, we're looking at a young breed, like I was saying earlier about Woodley, and then Nick Diaz, he's a veteran, like a lawler, but Nick Diaz is not a guy you want to pass up as a veteran saying, hey, I'm younger than you, I can beat you. No, because Nick Diaz can catch you where you don't expect. Yeah, and Nick Diaz actually is free. Uh, no longer is he serving his suspension after he failed a drug test. He's free to go, he's ready to fight, and Nick Diaz is a guy that has been training. So this guy, any anytime, you just let him know when, and he's, he's ready to fight. And he's one person that has been kind of announced, kind of put out the word that he could get a title shot uh, against the newly crowned uh, welterweight champion, Woodley. And then, of course, there's also Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, who on paper deserves it. And then you have Georges St. Pierre, hmm. who has not fought in quite some time. But, you know, Nick Diaz at the same time, he's another one who hasn't fought in some time. The last fight he had was against uh, Anderson Silva back in UFC 183 and his last win believe it or not was back in 2011 so it's been some time that well again uh, George St. Pierre yeah he could be uh, labeled like the best fighter to have ever walked into the octagon but again I'm going to repeat myself this is a young breed a brand new system you know of MMA fighters can George St. Pierre, being the fact that he hasn't been in that octagon in a long time, can he hang with the new breed? It's not like he's going in there again and fighting people who he's used to fighting. It's not that anymore. Remember, remember that. I, I said it here on the Roman show. Yeah, it's going to be quite interesting. And uh, but Nick Diaz has said, listen, I'll fight Woodley. But it's not, I, if you give me the title, fine. But really, I'll do it for the cash. So that is one name that's been thrown out there, but again, Stephen Thompson does deserve that title shot. We just got to wait and see to see who gets the shot. Also, want to give uh, an out here that this weekend you got a great fight card between Yair Rodriguez, Yair Rodriguez, and uh, Alex Caceres. These two young studs will be going at it on the fight card on FS1, and that's at 10 p.m. Eastern time as the UFC visits uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. So that's the first time they're going to be out there. So check that out. That's the main event, Rodriguez and Caceres, which uh, actually, for both of these guys, both of, this is a great fight. Uh, these guys are fun fighters to watch. And with a win, either one of these guys can definitely get closer to a title shot. So make sure you watch that this weekend. And you got Dennis Bermudez versus uh, Ronnie Jason and, and a whole list of other fights that are going to be taking place this weekend on uh, FS1. And it's free. You don't have to worry about anything. Even Quab Swanson is there versus uh, Tatsuya Kawajiri and, and so forth. So check that out this weekend on uh, FS1. So you make sure you don't miss that. Well, with that being said, George, we're going to go ahead now and talk a little bit about Titan FC 40 taking place this Friday, August 5th. It airs on UFC Fight Pass and 
It's going to be live at the Bank United Center in Coral Gables. We'll be right back after this short break with Saba Homasi, who takes on Preston Parsons in a fight that could have title opportunities for either one of these men. Marlins fans, you don't have to wait for the 2017 All-Star Game at Marlins Park to catch All-Star Fever. Awesome this year. Every Saturday is an All-Star Saturday. I like it. Every Saturday home game will feature a bobblehead giveaway of your favorite Marlins All-Stars in franchise history. Charles Johnson, Jeff Conine, Mike Lowell, Al Leiter, Dontrell Willis, and many more. I do love those guys. Go to Marlins.com today and secure your tickets for All-Star Saturday. Bobbleheads will be available while supplies last. All right, everyone, mark it on your calendars, August 5th. Titan FC returns back to action here in South Florida at Coral Gables at the Bank United Center on August 5th, and it's airing also on the UFC Fight Pass. But again, if you are local here in South Florida, you can get your tickets right now. Visit the RomanShow.com website for more information. And on the line right now, we have the, uh, the opportunity uh, to have Saba Homasi, who is going to be t- taking on Preston Parsons that August 5th. How are you, Saba? Welcome to the Roman Show. Thank you, thank you for having me. Awesome, man. Well, how do you feel going into this fight, Preston Parsons, who, ironically, you and him were on the same fight card uh, in June? Uh, I feel great, you know. Not really worried about anything. Just going to go in there and do my thing. Now, both of you, uh, both yourself and Preston, were... Uh, victorious that night at Titan FC 39. Uh, did you get an opportunity to see his fight? Yeah, I ended up watching it uh, a different time. I watched, you know, the fights that I missed on the card. Did, did anything impress you uh, from Preston Parsons? Uh, I mean, not really. You know, I don't really um, I, I see what he does and Obviously, uh, that's it. Just, uh, just get an idea. But it, it was the fight with Kim Hart, fought a guy with uh, no experience. Right. And uh, he submitted up really quick. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I really couldn't tell anything really off what he does. I know he's a grappler, mm-hmm. but that's about it. Okay. Yeah, it was Ignacio Bahamondes who he, uh, he submitted very, on, very, very early on into the fight. Now, but anything in particular that you're working uh, in, in the camp for, for this fight? No, I don't work anything in particular. I work everything uh, equally, you know, I work my striking, my wrestling, my grappling, everything. It's, you know, you can't be a one-dimensional fighter. you got to be well-rounded. Now, Saba, this is uh, your second fight with uh, Titan FC. Uh, how do you feel so far being part of this promotion? Uh, I feel good. It's a great promotion to be part of. Uh, you know, especially because it's local, so I don't have to go anywhere. I'm fighting in my backyard. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Now, obviously, this could probably put you up in a, a title contention for Titan FC. Uh, with, with, with a victory. Uh, this could get you closer to a title opportunity at Titan FC, but I've seen now that a lot of the fighters that have competed for Titan FC have made that jump to the UFC. Uh, I mean, are you willing to win a title or just go straight to the UFC? Yeah, I mean, right now my teammate holds the title. Uh, but if the UFC is willing to take me, you know, after this fight, I'm more than happy to do so. I mean, you know, I'm ready to step up in my competition and I'm ready to make some noise to the great division of the UFC. So uh, I'll take it how it comes. You mentioned about titles. We talk about welterweight. One of your, actually two of your teammates are actually fighting this weekend, Robbie Lawler and Tyrone Woodley. Uh, and they're actually Three fighting. of my teammates. Huh? Three of my teammates, Mike Graves, Robbie Lawler, and yep. George Mazzo. All those guys. Uh, how do you feel about that fight card? Is it odd that uh, you got two teammates fighting against each other? 
Uh, and, and how do you react to that as a fighter? Because I know a lot of fighters say, you know, I won't find my teammate out of respect. Well, I'm sorry, can you repeat that question? What are your thoughts on that Lawler and, uh, and Woodley taking on each other since they're both part of ATC? Um, you know, Woodley and, and Robbie fighting, I mean, I just think it's another fight for Robbie. It's not, I don't really consider Woodley part of ATT. He's, you know, never come down over there and, and he doesn't really train. Um, you know, he's always back home at wherever he trains at, uh, at his own gym. So, uh, you know, uh, I really don't think anything of that fight. It's just another fight for Robbie. Gotcha. And being around Robbie Lawler, the champion, do you get an opportunity to train with him as well? Absolutely. And, and obviously with his fight, uh, the guy's a beast uh, inside the cage. We've seen his fights previously with Hendrick, uh, Roy, Roy McDonald, and Carlos Condit. Well, what are your thoughts on this upcoming fight? What do you think we could expect from Robbie Lawler, in your opinion? What, what do we expect of Robbie Lawler in this yeah. upcoming fight? Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Oh, man. The guy just keeps growing and growing. He's a savage, you know, and uh, he's truly a fighter at heart. And he's, you know, just be ready for an exciting fight because that's what he does. He comes on, you know, steps in the octagon and he puts on a performance. And he's a fighter. He breaks people, you know, mentally and physically. And, uh, you know, the guy's tough as nails. And uh, doesn't you can hit him with a fucking hammer over the head, he'll still be coming after you, you know. How, how is he in training? Because seeing him fighting, taking all these hard shots, him giving away all these hard shots, how is his training? It, it, it must be intense since you train with him. Uh, you know, he trains smart. He trains the way he should train. Um, you know, when we spar, it's not, we're not going crazy on each other because obviously we have to say that for the fight. You know, there's no point of beating yourselves up in training. When we're sparring, it's not, you know, 100% goes. We're not hitting each other as hard as we can. And, so make sure that no one gets hurt. But he trains well, we push the pace in another way, you know? Gotcha. Not output like throwing. Gotcha. Just, you know, putting 100% power behind punches is not the way to do it. Gotcha. Well, Saba, I thank you so much for your time. And again, August 5th against Preston Parsons. I mean, one last word. What can we expect from you on Titan FC 40? What can you expect? Expect a goddamn highlight finish. Expect me to have my hand raised. Awesome, Saba. Well, thanks so very much, man. Uh, wish you good luck and uh, looking forward to seeing you in action because you always bring it. Awesome, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, my man. And now it's time to give you a reality check. All right, George, we're here on a reality check. Make sure again to catch Saba Homasi live, Titan FC, UFC Fight Pass, or at the Bank United Center in Coral Gables. George, and on a quick note, I know it's MMA, but it's still relative to, MMA, uh, to pro wrestling. CM Punk has shown up on the uh, upcoming UFC pay-per-view poster, and he seemed a little worried uh, right next beside to Mickey Gall, and uh, his fight is, is in September. But everyone has been basically talking on the internet that uh, CM Punk looks kind of uh, worried in that in that post. He should be. <laughs> Mickey Gall is one of those guys that could literally catch your arm and make you submit in less than a couple seconds. He has done it. Okay, he's done it in a couple of his fights. And, and, and let me just say this: 
my money is still on Mickey Gall to walk out as the winner. Now, mind you, if he loses, then I'll take the I'll take the loss. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm not saying that I I know any backstage feedback or or anything. I'm just saying as a fan and as a watcher and as a you know radio host here, my money is on Mickey Gall and. Has no idea what he's getting yeah, and that fight card, uh, he's pretty good. You got the t- the main title there, with uh, which is the, the main event actually is Pete uh, Miocic putting on his heavyweight title against Alistair Overeem, and then you have Purdue versus Rothwell, Lynch uh, versus uh, Taishimov, and uh, Hadzovic versus Kasuya, and then Punk versus Mickey Duff. Which, mind you, it, it, it's really quite uh, funny here because. Punk and Gall do not have, so they have less than five fights in MMA. And they're on the main card of pay-per-view. Another person would be screaming to the top of their lungs. Because there's fighters, like Faber, for example, a former champion, uh, who's fighting uh, Rivera. He is not on the main card. He's going to be on the FS1. He's not even going to be in the main card. But Punk is going to get a spotlight there on pay-per-view. Well, again, we might be seeing the shortest fight, um, uh, you know, fight in history. So usually, what happens with UFC is when they still have, you know, time, they fend it in with another fight that could fill in that void. We might be able to see that with Faber. You know, Faber, yeah, will be fighting live on, you know, on the regular channels in the preliminaries, but he might be moved up to the main card. You never know. Oh, much so. We're gonna have to wait and see what happens to CM Punk. And I love to see his training videos. Although when I met him, he seemed pretty confident. He was, he seemed pretty good. He seemed pretty all right with it. He didn't seem too scared. He seemed like he was very confident. And he said, like, if I lose, fine, I lose. It's no big deal. What, what do I got to lose? Yeah, exactly. But you know what? He's gonna enter a area where, not to again disrespect the world of professional wrestling, but you know, professional wrestling is. It's done in a special way, okay? That's where they they learn how to protect each other, okay? In the MMA world, is hey, I'm gonna knock you out, however I see fit. <laughs> he's not trying to protect you; he's there to hurt you. Yes, sir. So I want to see how that's gonna work. Yes, sir. Well, I gotta tell you, I've been a big fan here of the cruiserweights. Really loving the show making it very professional, making it look very uh, as realistic as possible in professional wrestling, really changing the game. And it brings that aspect, that feel, that ambience from that New Japan pro wrestling, that, J- that Japanese pro wrestling. And they're doing it here in the Cruiserweight division. Now, question, will that type of ambience, will that type of feeling now be in Monday Night Raw? Do you think they're going to make that transition? I, I feel like they will because... Uh like we might be even seeing a brand new cruiserweight champion due to this you know and finally the one division that the fans have been asking for for many many years is finally gonna come to fruition on Monday Night Raw and we have seen such great talent you know already uh, in that cruiserweight classic and on top of that we've heard rumors of some of them being signed like the Grand Metallic stole the show in his match uh, Raul Mendoza, a, a guy that busted his mouth and you know and still went on. D 
the Brian Kendrick, Akira Tozawa, which our very good friend, uh, you know, at the WWN knows very much about. Uh, you know, there is a lot of stars. We, I, I personally cannot wait. Cedric Alexander, uh, Kota Ibushi. That's a, a rumor has it that he did sign a deal with the WWE. There, uh, that I cannot wait to see come down that raw ramp. So I'm looking forward to seeing this. Absolutely, I really am, and I'm excited now as the cruiserweights are going to be on Monday Night Raw next week. So make sure to look at that now. Trish Stratus, former uh, women's champion in the WWE Hall of Famer, came out and said that the NXT talent is being called up, reminder of WCW talents to come to into the WWE. Do you think is there any merit to that? Uh, I feel so because when Mr. Roman. The last time I felt excited to see new talent in the WWE or or any of that sort was when WCW was around and WCW wrestlers' contracts got expired. Perfect example, Chris Jericho. When Chris Jericho's contract expired with WCW and he came over to WWE, it was a huge highlight. It was a huge thing. You don't believe me? Go back to watching the video of his of his, uh, you know, debut in the WWE, and watch how, how crazy the fans get during his, you know, 10, 9, perfect example. Now, let's fast forward to now, and use Finn Balor. What happened when Finn Balor came out? The crowd went nuts. So, yes, I have to agree with Trish Stratus on that notion, that yes, when an NXT comes out, you know, when an NXT star gets called up, it does feel like a WCW star coming into the WWE. Yeah, very much so, and it does kind of have that feel, but it seems like we get to know them more because NXT, they do a great job at making it as realistic as possible, really going into their lives, following them around with like that, the uh, breaking ground yep. episodes that they have, following them to wake up, which is it's kind of unique, you know, WCW didn't do that. Yeah, of course, yes, you're completely right, and you know, the there's, there's many, look, back then when Jericho, let's say Jericho's debut would have been quiet. There was no way that we, WWE, would be able to build them besides putting them out there. That's it. There will be no other way. Now that WWE has so many options to build up wrestlers, it's fantastic. They have, like, how you say, the breaking ground. They have the ride-alongs. They have these small little, uh, you know, uh, profile things. Uh, I believe it's called WWE 24. There's a lot of great things happening. And I'm very proud of so many young stars being built up, at, like the Nia Jax. Nia Jax, for once, finally got interviewed today on Brawl. So it, 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 it's, it, I'm looking forward to seeing the build-up of many, many stars to come. Absolutely. Now let's look forward here. But what, what do you think so far of the draft? Do you think the, 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 the wrestlers made uh, are in the right spot? You know, the, the, those who belong on Monday Night do they belong there? Those who belong on SmackDown, do they belong there? And are there some that really you see there in a couple of weeks or so are just going to die off? Nia Jax, let's use her note because I finished her as, as, as my last comment. Nia Jax deserves to be on Raw because she's the perfect person that you want to put up against the champion. That's the same thing that happened in NXT. When they put her to feud with Bayley, they were like, oh my god, Bailey's going to lose the championship. And it was one of those things like, oh my god, I want to see Bailey win because I don't want to see her as champ. Nia Jax, for, for record, is going to be a future champion, hands down. But that, Nia Jax on Raw, perfect. 
uh, Enzo and, and Big Cass. Personally, me, this is a, a perfect example of what you wanted, uh, by the way. I thought that they should be, should have been separated. Because Enzo is great on the mic, and we already have a giant on Raw in Braun Strowman. Kaz should have been moved to SmackDown as SmackDown's giant. Because Kane is not going to be much uh, around much longer. He's he's yeah. going for office. So who you're going to have as your giant? So personally, me, I thought that should have happened, but it is what it is. Well, that pretty much wraps up this episode of The Roman Show. Once again, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com for slash Roman one And UFC Fight Pass, check me out. Announce me there. The fight for Titan FC 40. And make it out to Coral Gables at the Bank United Center. This Friday night, do not miss it. You got two titles on the line. George? Uh, just keep on sending those emails, guys. If you want to eventually get some good advice from the dashing one, if I see that your email is necessary, that you respond to, I'll respond to it live right here on the show. So, guys, just keep on continuing. Yes, sir. Email us at uh, info at the or give us a call, 786-942-944. You can go ahead and leave your message there and opinion or whatnot. And make my profile. I'm on the phone with my lawyer. He says that you need to have a profile done for me within 24 hours. I got you. No worries. The Roman Show, you haven't been on, you haven't been heard. Yeah, I